Hello, are we recording? Uh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Uh, test. Testing. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We're so glad to be here together to record our pod. Yeah, so this is called Up Close and Personal. It's an engaging and good-natured podcast in which... um, Alternative comedians, Matthew Golden and... Jay Weingarten. A.K.A. us. Talk about mm, what we've been up to and tackle controversial issues from previous weeks. Each episode, we invite an interesting guest to open up about personal realms and share their opinions about what's been going on. The bottom line is, this is what happens when two American nonconformists with divorced screenwriter parents get together to shoot the sh- That sounded pretty good, actually. Well, we did say it. I hope we'd like what we say. Well, if we don't like it, we just have to live with it. Unless we want to stop this recording right now and start over. Nah. Nah. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, we're pretty flexible. Go with the flow. Go with the flow, don't you know? (laughs) Are you going somewhere with that? Yeah, I'm rhyming. Go with the flow. How low can you go? Um, Uh, Oh, too slow. Oh, man. I thought you'd let me get away with that. Just as a little side benefit. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. For anyone who's not super familiar with our work. Right. Yeah, maybe we should give a little introduction to the peeps out there who aren't diehard fans or whatever. Yeah, shout out to the diehards, but also um, shout out to the fresh meat. Yeah, man. What, what? Yeah, we like old friends and new beginnings, y'all. Hell to the motherfucking yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, basically, after getting our asses rejected by AFE... A.K.A. America's Funniest Home Videos. We've basically been busting our asses bi-coastally. Shout out East Coast. Shout out West Coast. Go Biggie. Go Tupac. Matthew, let's just both agree on one thing. We both live in the North. We of the North. Matthew, it's we the North. Do you live in a cave? I don't follow sports much. Well, okay. The Toronto Raptors adapted the slogan, We the North, during their successful... Jay, I 
think we're getting more than a little off track. Ah, you know it's best for us, and I thank you. Awesome. Well, back to basics about our past. Um, well, we should probably mention that we nabbed that residency at Union Hall. Ah, uh, yeah, Union Hall, yes. BKNY. Shout out to all the real people chilling like a villain in my hometown. Oh, yeah. You're actually originally from New York, huh? Yes, Brooklyn to be exact. I didn't exactly grow up there, though. That's right. I didn't get that vibe from you. I hear no accent? Laugh is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> okay, Mr. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I hear this accent. It's from Alabama, and you're Forrest Gump. How do you guess? Well, an accent's an accent. It's all the same to me. How long are you going to continue this accent? We have to get back to the topic at hand. Order! Order in the podcast! Oh, so now you're doing an impression of a federal judge uh, in the world of podcasts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the cool thing about doing comedy in New York is you get way more stage time. Oh yeah, how many shows did you nab a night? Were you able to amass that kind of volume because of the subway system being so efficient? Is that a rhetorical question? If you have to ask, you probably know the answer. If you see something, say something. Ugh, I hate those ads. <laughs> Not as annoying as those Smuckers ads in the most northerly area of the subway system. Yes, They're always advertising smuckers, (laughs) as if while you're running late to work, you're suddenly possessed with the compulsion, I need smuckers. I need smuckers? I think I need a shower. I'm getting stressed out. This is why I'm so glad I'm out of New York. Yeah, you just weren't getting your personal self-care done in New York. Well, New York is dirty. Pigeon capital of the world. Or the rats with wings capital of the world. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Mm. You're always mentioning uh, rats with wings. (laughs) Call them by their name, my friend. All right. Pigeons. Are you happy? Uh, Actually, no. (laughs) We're way off topic again. Mm. Okay. So anyway... What's been going on with you for the past couple of weeks? Um, is it okay if I say something that happened in the last three or four? Why not? It's more than a couple, but it's not bad. Anyway, this is more for the benefit of the listeners, since we actually do keep abreast of what's happening in each other's lives. Okay, so uh, three to four weeks ago, I had to go to this so-called genius bar. <laughs> eh... I say that purely as a joke because this time the personnel did truly seem like geniuses. Why'd you come in in the first place? Was there something wrong with your computer? Yes, my laptop. My old trusty Mac. You know the Mac, right? Of course I know the Mac. We do a lot of writing on it together. Yes, it's silver and I got it in 2015. And the device has been freezing to the point where... I don't know if I'm living in New York City 
or the North Pole? Because <laughs> it's so <laughs> freezing that it's basically no different than ice. <laughs> so you're saying I could add your computer to a drink if I wanted to keep the drink cool longer. That's exactly what I'm saying, Matthew. But by the way, um, is your partner pregnant, Matthew? No. I, I hope not, at least. Why? I mean, I want to be a dad, but I don't know if I'm ready. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. But why are you asking if my partner's pregnant? Um... Because your joke about a computer adding to a drink to keep the drink cool longer is a dad joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, never hurts to start practicing this form of humor well before I'm ready both emotionally... And financially. Of course. I know I must be financially stable before I bring life into this world. Stable in all areas of my life, actually. That's wonderful, Matthew. Honestly, that's good advice even for people who aren't trying to conceive. Stay stable out there, y'all. You could see how stable my life is when it took me two million computer freezes before I sought help. Yes, but on the two millionth freeze, you did seek help. I know. So that's progress. So, I mean, what were you doing when the computer froze? Let's, let's break this down. This ought to be rich. Um, don't think I was doing any funny business. I had normal programs open. Wasn't anything important or memorable. Okay. So, what happened with these geniuses? Well, they were geniuses this time, Matthew. I'm not being sarcastic. Go on. Oh, the personnel, okay. Um, once they get to know you... They really seem to know their stuff and stay with you until you're set up and comfortable. Oh, really? That's awesome. I've noticed with a lot of these big budget chains, the personnel can really differ from store to store. Right. From branch to branch. Correct. Like, do you remember all those battery issues I was having back in 17? Of course. Well... Wouldn't it have kind of made sense to have a dedicated technician handling all those issues? Kind of like um, like an express line in a grocery store. That would be too easy. Of course they have to go out and try to make your life a living hell instead. <sighs> Truer words have never been said, my friend. <laughs> so anyways, we get it. These freezes. You were on normal sites. So, what did the personnel do? The personnel? Um, they stood around with their hands in their pockets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding, okay? They were <laughs> rock stars. But it did take some trial and error, you know, before we figured out the problem. First, the staff told me that there was a conflict between apps. Is the staff different from the personnel? Okay, staff, personnel, you're missing the point, my friend. There was a clash between apps. A conflict or a clash? Oh, 
<laughs> you truly were an English major. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> like Bill Maher's ads. Anyway. <laughs> yes, we, we could rant like Bill Maher's ads, but we want to talk about the old trusty silver Mac from 15, that is. Okay, so tell me, did uninstalling the apps ultimately solve the conflict? Um, the problem was still there, okay? Uh, after updating the latest version of Catalina, uh, I remain frustrated. The problem is not resolved. So the personnel ran the terminal command to see the shutdown cause, and it pretty much just gave me a code minus 20. Uh, I tried finding out what this code means to no avail. It was running 10.15.2 when it all happened. Enough with the semantics. You're losing me with this jargon, Jay. That said, you can win me back. Did you at least appreciate the screen on the wall that was changing picture? Because when I visited these geniuses, the clarity was mesmerizing. Yes, I was blown away, Matthew, but I didn't really have time to pause and smell the proverbial roses because I had a computer problem to solve. The worst is when you get hassled by the employees. Um, hassled? Hassled is kind of a strong word. <laughs> They're just doing their jobs, Matthew. Okay, my bad. But anyway, what turned out to be the issue? Did they end up solving the problem with your computer? Yes, but <laughs> the only negative thing I have to say, <laughs> I was getting roasted by some of these geniuses. <laughs> oh, no. I think I know what the problem with your computer was. You do? Been there. Done that. Dust. Dust. <laughs> yep. As <laughs> soon as the chassis was open, uh, both personnel and customers alike were sneezing as though they were surrounded by pepper. <laughs> But it wasn't Pepper, was it, Jay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dust is one of those things that sneaks up on you. Dust is like that creepy five o'clock shadow that covers surfaces. <laughs> yeah, so I was nearly ripped a new one due to dust and crumbs, <laughs> which, when combined with heat issues, ends up being a serious problem that's Way more than the sum of its parts. It's insane that we've both had such serious dust problems. And it's not just the dust. It's also the crumbs. Remember last year when I was so damn afflicted by red dust? Apparently that wasn't even just me. A lot of the cars in my neighborhood had the same problem. Um, okay, well, yeah, I don't think we want to go into that at this moment. Okay. Bottom line, Matthew, the computer... If keys don't press properly, keys that skip keystrokes, um, keys that repeat letters, it, it, this is all a failure on Apple's legacy. And that is something to be reckoned with. That's true, but I think it's time to move on. It's time to talk about school uniforms. I'm down.
Well, what's your take? Yay or nay? Personally, I feel like it's a divisive issue that's not super conducive to nuanced thinking. Well, I believe that students should be able to have a choice to wear whatever they want. Does this perspective come from any personal experiences you've had? Okay, so when I was a boy, I got to wear whatever I pleased. If I wanted to wear red shorts, I'd wear red shorts. If I wanted to wear blue shorts, I'd wear blue shorts. If I wanted to wear green shorts, I'd wear green shorts. <laughs> you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> Students who have to wear the same clothing as every other student in their school are simply not able to express their individuality and their creativity. What's so creative about shorts? Ever heard of pants? Uh, yeah, they're shorts, but they're longer. Who gives a sh Okay, sorry about the snide remark. Can I finish? Okay, cut to present day. Um, a few days ago, I was walking on uh, Park Path Ave, which is one of the streets in my neighborhood, and... Um, Okay, so I saw dozens of children, many of whom I had trouble even telling apart. I was lucky some of them had different colored hair, and um, some had blue and hazel eyes, so I could actually distinguish one student from the next. Of course, I, I am exaggerating, but it had a certain Orwellian feel. I feel like some out-of-the-box thinking is called for here. I mean, I completely understand what you're getting at, but there's a case to be made for school uniforms actually being really quite interesting. Okay, um, maybe illuminate me, please? Because to me, it has a certain Orwellian feel. Well, uh, the way I see it is this. People say that school uniforms stifle creativity because all the kids look completely the same. But it's not true. I mean, even two articles of clothing made in the same factory are not exactly identical. It's physically impossible for two things to be exactly the same. Even if it's just one atom extra or slightly more dye added to the fabric, the kids are simply wearing different clothes. It's plain and simple. That's fascinating, Matthew. How long have you had this viewpoint? I mean, obviously this topic hits close to home. I mean, you can tell, huh? What? Does this have to do with your little cousin, or...? Yes. Yeah, my cousin he goes to a pretty reputable all-boys private school in a fairly well-known district, actually. I'm listening. But yeah, the school's admin tend to be pretty strict. Lax. No, s strict. Oh. Yeah, strict in terms of their school uniform policies. And the admin cracked down at a moment's notice, especially lately. Huh. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you, but no. There, there's no need to have that reaction. It's ridiculous to act as if and the rest of his class of 2022 are somehow oppressed by a policy at a school that actually really benefits them. This is a school they're choosing to go to that provides opportunities every step of the way and is responsible for the molding of these young men and a social support system to boot. Oh. Okay. Sorry I got so heated. It's all good. So, uh, okay. Um, is 
into any um, specific after-school activities or? Well, I mean, obviously you can't leave campus. It's a closed campus. So it's not like he's out painting the town red or anything. Yeah, obviously. But, like, okay, what's his day-to-day? Like, um, is there anything that really seems to pique his interest? Like, I don't know, student body or uh, mock trial, uh, peer counseling? Um, Does any of this ring a bell? Hello? Like, I feel like I'm speaking another language here. Chime in, Matthew. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. has a slew of interests. Obviously, we can start with music. Yes. I knew about that. Yeah, we've talked about liking music before. I know. But but yeah, aside from that, he's obviously still doing crew. He's pretty into the DIY scene. Oh, um, uh, yeah, real quick. Um, I was going to actually ask you about that. Um, can anyone get into that? Or Yeah, I think so. I'll put you in touch with the but yeah, he's been doing really well in terms of differentiating himself from his peers to position himself for the future. Yes. Uh, that's, I mean, that's great. Like, that's all you can really hope for. <laughs> but that's, that's not to say I don't respect your opinion. I mean, of course, schools with more liberal dress policies should still be allowed to exist. Okay, so obviously I am not a principal, but... Um, if I was, okay, day one, I walk in and like, I ban uniforms, <laughs> like, bam, you know, um, I get in there, I, I'm a PA and I explain to the kids, I go, um, uh, children's freedom of expression is restricted by school uniform, <laughs> like, uh, students should be able to express their style, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then the kids would probably be so excited, they'd be like, um, oh, pizza Friday, and like, I'd be like, uh, now, now, can't we just be happy with uh, expressing our style? And, uh, you know, <laughs> little Johnny, you can eat pizza at home, not at school. Mm. Well, that seems fair enough. I mean, I feel like any perspective on this issue is going to have its own share of supporters and detractors. Partly it depends on how you were raised, I suppose. So, um, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, well, uh, if I were to open up that can of worms, we could have a whole podcast dissecting um, each song I was listening to and what mood I was in when I put it on. Yeah, I'm sure. But generally, what has been floating your proverbial boat the last three or four weeks or more? Buzzy Lee. Uh, (laughs) I have no idea where I was going with those questions. We've both been bumping Buzzy Lee. Buzzy Lee. Buzzy Lee. Buzzy Lee. Hey, Sasha. Sasha, it's great to have you on the pod. Jay and Matthew, thank you for having me. It feels like there's so much pressure being the very first guest on a podcast. It's not a big deal. You're already doing great. Seriously, you're very poised. And you seem like you're setting us up for a great show. Oh, that's really good news. I guess I can relax and let my arms drop to my sides a bit now. (laughs) Yeah, of course. We want to foster a really unique environment where, as we said, we're good-natured and engaging individuals. And we come together to create something really special. We're nonconformists, so for us, we don't make this a job interview. (laughs) 
we want to foster a really unique environment here. Well, that's wonderful. I feel like I'm really going to open up in this podcast. Great. <laughs> so, where were you born? Oh, wow. Getting into the nitty gritty already, huh? Well, I was born in Los Angeles, California. I'm guessing you guys want to know my birth date as well, so you can get me a present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pressure's on. No, 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 no. I don't need anything huge. I'm partially joking, of course, though I do always appreciate gifts for that special day. Though I haven't really had a huge get-together for my birthday in a while. Mostly just kicking back with a few close friends. So yeah, my birthday's May 14th, and I'm a 90s kid. So any of those references will go swimmingly. Inspector Gadget. Yup. That's right. You really are a 90s kid. So I guess you remember that whole Tamagotchi craze. I was more of a Furby kid myself. Me too, to be perfectly frank. Honestly, what is a Furby? I know it was supposed to be some sort of electronic pet, and it hit the toy scene pretty hard back in the 90s, but what the hell even was that thing? All I know is I enjoyed having one. Yes, I've certainly been pleased by things I don't fully understand before. Amen to that. I mean, honestly, though, what even is required to understand? Mm. I feel like so much of what we fill our minds with is somewhat arbitrary and useless and repetitive. Mm. That awkward moment when Jay starts off on another rant. <laughs> so, Brown, let's just get into it. I'll answer any question you have about college years, except for the nights I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't even want to go there. That stuff is just in the past. And that's actually why they have an untag feature on Facebook. <laughs> Absolutely. No, really, though, even though I won't deny I had some crazy nights in college, I spent the majority of the time immersing myself in literature and the Western canon more specifically. Yeah. College is underrated these days, yo. I greatly appreciated my college experience. The relationships I forged there have stayed with me up to the present day. I'm surprised you guys haven't done the thing yet. What? what? <laughs> brown bear, brown bear, what, what do, do you see? Guys, I get this all the time. Okay. I see a red bird looking at me. Brown, brown bear, bear, brown bear. bear. What, do what do you see? I see two guys really annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We'll quit. We'll quit. I'd appreciate that. So tell us. What's been going on with Buzzy Lee lately? Buzzy Lee is my solo music project. You've opened for the Dirty Projectors before, right? That's right. I think it's awesome you work with Nicholas Jar. He's an incredible producer. But where did the name Buzzy Lee come from anyway? Well, I can only really give half an answer to this question. 
Lee comes from my grandma, who is so important to me, was. We were very similar. She was a musician as well, and her name was Lily. Oh, I think I met her. Did she own a kosher restaurant? She came and, and talked with me, actually, while I ate a few times. It was awesome. Aww, yeah, that was her. She loved talking to her customers. I heard that her old restaurant, Milky Way, right? I, I heard it's reopened again, no? Yeah, I love that place so much. Anyway, how'd you get started playing music? I actually started singing when I was maybe five or six. I'd sing in the shower, on the walk to school. Everywhere they'd let me, pretty much. That's awesome. I heard somewhere that when you were becoming a bat mitzvah, you were belting out the Hebrew like Aretha freaking Franklin or something. Is this true? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, how did you know this? Yeah, I really took it seriously. Though I'd say it was more like Mariah scales. Like I was so focused on the Hebrew that I just kind of went all out. Do you ever channel that energy into Buzzy Lee? Oh, yeah. I pour my heart out. I try to be as vulnerable as possible when I'm up there performing. When did you first go public with your music? I actually first started as a duo act with my brother Theo. We had a dream pop duo called Wardell. It's indie folk rock, right? Yeah. My work as Buzzy Lee is kind of a departure for me from that style of music, but I enjoy both in terms of writing the music, but also in terms of what I like to listen to in my spare time. So, we already covered the origin story behind the name Buzzy Lee. <laughs> well, at least the Lee part. Sasha isn't ready at this juncture to discuss the Buzzy aspect. <laughs> right. But we're left wondering... I know what you're going to ask. Where the f*** does the name Wardell come from? <laughs> we have our theories, actually. But, Sasha, you, you answer first, so we can see if we're right or not. <sighs> okay, well, when I was a little girl, my brother and I used to huddle under the covers with the laptop, illuminating our faces. And we'd watch Brandon Wardell videos. We watched so many that we figured we should just write music about what we were doing. I knew it! <laughs> Guys, are you kidding me? I'm joking. Well, now I feel like a fool. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah, we actually know Brandon Wardell. I co-starred in a pilot with him for Jash. I've been meaning to reach out to him because we used to kick it a lot when I lived on the West Coast, but now I'm a New Yorker, so things became more difficult to chill. That's great. Yeah, he's really funny. Uh, but no, Wardell is actually totally separate from comedy for me, though I must say I really enjoy comedy. Lately, I've been a huge fan of a certain Thune. Nick Thune, to be precise. Oh, yeah. Thune's my homie, too. Oh, yeah. Isn't his birthday coming up? No, no. It's actually in December. You were so wrong. You actually just did <sighs> it. It's all good, Matthew. Now you have a long time for gift prep. Well, I don't know Thune that well. It's not like he's bought me any gifts. But if Nick Thune is listening, my birthday is September 23rd. Definitely don't need to get me anything expensive, though. Yeah, Thune, brother, definitely 
don't spend more than like 20 bucks on Matthew. Maybe just a book is good. Matthew is really low maintenance. He's kind of like a cat in that regard. I'm like, I'm kind of the same way. I find it's a lot of pressure to get too big a gift, but it's all good. You guys are pretty chill. So I wouldn't feel so much pressure to get you guys anything too crazy if we were in like a secret Santa or whatever. That's awesome. We would love to be involved in a gift exchange with you next holiday season. Yeah, we could schedule it around Thude's birthday. Okay, guys, we'll see. So anyway, mind if I turn this around on you? I have a question for you guys. Shoot. Shoot. So why are you guys called those weird guys? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, it's a funny story. (laughs) Back in Cali, we were neighbors, so we would do a decent amount of grocery shopping together. It made sense to do so. We had a lot to talk about, and it was inevitable that we'd buy groceries, so we thought, may as well coordinate this and pretty much kill two birds with one stone. It wasn't weird at all, though. Like, sometimes we would both listen to music separately on headphones. But it's not like we had to be talking nonstop or anything, you know? Plus, it was inevitable that we would choose opposing food items at the supermarket. So one of us would wander off randomly at times. Eventually, though, we would reconvene in the checkout line. Yeah. And and there was this old bagger there. Yeah. You know, like the guys who put your groceries in bags? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this bagger. He used to go, uh, Here Here come come those weird guys. guys. Here come those weird guys. Thanks for the clarification, Matthew. Ultimate sarcastic face. You think Sasha can't understand Southerners? My be, my be. At first, it was kind of annoying when the bagger kept on saying this as we'd reconvene at the checkout. But eventually, it really started to suit us. Plus, we actually are two of the weirdest guys imaginable. So the name stuck. I, guys, I really like the name. It's funny, satirical, plus it's snappy. But I have a really cool idea for a name. Do you mind if I rename you? Sure. So that means you do mind? Uh, whatever. You know what I mean. I'm busting your chops, man. Anyway, Sasha, what do you have in mind? Well, I feel like you guys are kind of timeless. Like, I literally don't know what era you're in right now. The 70s, the 1870s, or even Greco-Roman times. So I feel like the name needs the word timeless in it. Okay, I'll just say the name. Those timeless creatives. Wow. I absolutely I love, love that. that. That's really beautiful. Thank you, Sasha. <laughs> Those timeless creatives it is. Yeah. I'm pretty good at stuff like this. Sasha, is there anything you want to plug before you go? Uh, definitely keep checking out Buzzy Lee. Check out this Hanukkah album that came out back in November. It was a collab with some pretty awesome people like Jack Black, The Flaming Lips, Adam Green, etc. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for doing our humble little pod. Yes, ep one, but we're coming out strong with the incredible Sasha Spielberg. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's honestly been such a pleasure getting to hang out and spend time with you guys. Let's definitely catch up again soon. 
Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. <laughs>just the two of us <laughs> i kind of miss sasha yeah she was great i'm glad we had her on the podcast well okay everyone we hope you enjoyed episode one of up close and personal and whichever platform you're using to listen to this podcast make sure you follow us and leave us a review yeah that really helps the podcast do better than it otherwise would in this country, we have the right to benefit podcasts by uh, voting. Yeah, everyone should feel empowered to exercise this freedom. If you take time to vote here, podcasts will improve uh, exponentially with each vote tallied. Yeah, and wow, we're now called those timeless creatives. That's pretty cool. What is that? What? That racket. You don't hear it? Oh, yeah. The fly? Yeah, I hear that. Awesome. I thought it was going crazy. Nice. I'm glad we could at least be on the same page about this. Yeah, but now that you and me are in sync, we actually have a problem on our hands. Yes, it's a problem. But I don't think it's a serious issue. I'm sure it'll go away in a few minutes. So, um, what's been making you laugh lately? I guess I've been laughing at this funny phenomenon I've noticed. I usually get hungry for dinner at around 6 and leave for the restaurant pretty much right away, getting there at around 6.30 or so. By that time, of course, I've gotten seriously hungry. So lately, since I know I'm going to get hungry at 6, I've been leaving for the restaurant early at around 5. But the ironic thing is that that's the middle of rush hour. Mm. So it ends up taking almost three times as long to get to the restaurant. So regardless, you arrive to the restaurant at around 6.30. I, I do get there slightly earlier if I leave at 5, but not by much. So is it worth it in the end? Not at all. Plus, I spend half the ride thinking about the food and start salivating. <laughs> right. And the steering wheel gets pretty drenched in rush hour. It's horrible and frankly pretty dangerous. My hands are slipping and sliding off the wheel. Well, should we end the podcast and head out to dinner? Yes, I'm starving. Let's go. Well, this time I'm driving. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, because... My salivary glands are much more manageable. They produce a reasonable amount of discharge, nothing excessive. Yeah, even when I'm really hungry for whatever reason, my mouth always keeps it on the DL. Unlike a certain timeless creative, Matthew. <laughs> Guilty as charged. So long as you admit it, I'd feel like I was going crazy if you kept silent about this. How could I keep silent here, Jay? The crotch area of my pants is covered in some sort of viscous solution. I can't even wear white shirts without making a scene in the foyer of most restaurants I visit. 
Luckily, I stick to the same rotation of restaurants, so I've gotten to know the staff pretty well. They help keep everything under control. That's awesome. And folks, the fly has left the building. Probably through a window, I hope. Yeah, it's probably soaring over gossamer clouds, which hover over a distant ravine by now. Well, I suppose let's take the fly's lead and head out ourselves. Peace, Peace, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Matthew and Jay, your hosts on Up Close and Personal. Thanks for listening to episode one, yo. We just wanted to take a moment here to thank everyone who made this possible. Eckhart Lowell and Sven Gunderson, thank you very much for your production genius. Your behind-the-scenes work does not go unnoticed by the community at large. Also, major shout-out to Justin, our creative director, who does uh, 99% of the work behind the scenes, but we love when he shows face to the community. Justin's creative vision and leadership has changed our very sense of what's possible in comedy and creative endeavors more broadly. And we are going to continue forging ahead. Matthew, a podcast? Eh, it's obviously an auditory medium. Right, but it can't be denied that visuals are necessary for some aspects at times. of... That's right, at times. Yes, that's right. So we want to thank Steve Smith for the look and feel of the cast. Yes, thank you, Steve. And of course, uh, Sasha. Sasha, your energy and sense of humor filled us with (laughs) a sense of wonder and intrigue. Thank you for tapping into a creative space. and And absolutely bringing it. Yes. We'll be seeing you on the flip side. Nice. Lastly, if it weren't for listeners like all of you, you wouldn't be able to do what we do. Peace, Peace, y'all.